Hey everyone, it's Thomas Deneve here for another episode of the Tom Talk Show. Today we're going to be catching up on where we left off on the last episode. So if you didn't listen to that, go listen to that now. Um, And for those of you that have listened to it, um, I do want to say that we are kind of in the phase of what business I am going to be deciding to get into. Now, I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of failures, a lot of things that I regret um, from uh, in business and a lot of things that I learned. Um, I don't like to necessarily regret things, but um, I do like to kind of learn from my mistakes. So I, I, I believe that if you, as long as you're learning, then uh, then you're then you're not failing. So just keep keep learning, keep growing, and as long as you have the mindset of that you're you're learning and uh, you're not going to give up. Like like me, like I'll never give up. I'm going to keep going every single day until I die. Basically, I'm gonna I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to quit. I'm always going to keep pushing forward. the The direction I'm going in might change, but the thing that I'm doing is always going to be. I'm always going to be pushing, and I'm always going to be putting effort. In. I'm never going to ever give up. Right. So. Um, there might be failures, might be things that happen along the way um, and things that I learn, but I'll adapt and adjust and improve. So hopefully you guys can take something from that. Another thing that happened over the weekend I'm going to be sharing is I actually went on a date and it didn't go as planned. So I'm going to kind of share with you guys a little bit of that as well. I've been kind of a little bit down on myself, honestly, recently, and I'm never usually down on myself. Um um, I've, I've, I've honestly been feeling pretty um, alone, pretty uh, negative and having some negative self-talk. So I'm doing some things to try and pull myself out of this mindset and uh, I'll kind of be sharing those as well. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for this episode. All right, so welcome to this episode. I believe this is episode number three. So as as I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to call this episode, I I was kind of pondering and just thinking about what I'm going to be sharing on this episode. And I kind of just free ball everything. Like I don't really, like I don't take any notes. I don't write anything down. I'm just sharing literally based on like my experience and what I remember um, to be the truth um, in, in from my point of view anyway. Um, so anyway, I, ca- I want to call this episode... Um, basically my biggest how i turned my biggest regret our biggest failure into um a new opportunity so um i hope this is inspiring to anybody that is maybe going through some type of trauma right now and i and they just feel like they're 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 so lost maybe or maybe you're feeling like i I don't know maybe you just feel like a failure right now and you just feel like down on yourself so i want to show you maybe like through my experience and through what i've learned maybe you can take this and and use it and, and in your life right now where you're currently at um not saying that it, it will work for you. I'm just saying that uh, it worked for me. So maybe it could work for you too. Um, anyway, let's just jump into this. So basically where we left off la- on the last episode was kind of, um, I was I had just met Bill, um, one of my mentors, and how I kind of just stumbled upon business because my mom was uh, involved in business, making lots of money. Um, and uh, and I saw my dad kind of at a, in, a, in a working mindset and didn't really like his how he didn't have control of his of his time and his life so I, I decided that I wanted to go a different way so I, I was living in California I'm down there I'm around 16 or 17 years old and something's um, catastrophic happens like something really really bad happens so I'm literally just starting to get into Supercross at the time and Supercross is kind of like the NHL of uh, like making it to the NHL if you're a hockey player it's like making the NHL if you're like a, a UFC or an MMA fighter it's like making it to the UFC and actually like getting into the show if that makes sense so 
Supercross is huge. So I was just literally getting into that that part of the sport, and I was literally just starting to show myself. I had teams that were watching me, and I had people that were watching me, and I was on the come up, and I was I was starting to make a name for myself in the sport. And then all of a sudden, something really really bad happened. So in this time, my parents were kind of unfortunately they my parents got divorced now, but um, at the time they were just starting to get into this kind of uh, friction in their relationship. So I told my dad, I was like, I don't want you to pay for anything anymore. I'll figure it out on my own, which I did for a a short period of time. I had some sponsors, but once I lost my major sponsor that was basically supporting me and helping me live down in California, I, I kind of just lost everything and I and I didn't even know how I was going to pay my rent. I remember I was living in this little 400 square foot um little place up in the California hills and um I was I was living with a girl at the time so she was paying like she was paying a majority it wasn't wasn't a good idea but I mean it was it worked for me at the time but she was paying like half and we were splitting rent so it was only like 200 bucks each. Then we broke up, and then and then I had to pay everything on my own. And I remember I had to pay like four hundred bucks um, for this place, and I had no idea how I was going to do that. And I was eating like dry cereal. I was not able to buy food for myself, and I couldn't even afford to buy milk. Couldn't even afford to pay my phone bill, and like I didn't want to call anybody. I was just too prideful to really call and ask for help. I used to go to Bill's house and and do yard work there for him, and he used to pay me uh, cash so that I could have some money to do stuff. So that was kind of the only thing that was keeping me going, but. But this, there was a month where it was super difficult. I didn't know how I was going to get by. And I just remember waking up in the morning and I went over to like the little bathroom. It's like this little tiny little crappy bathroom with like a toilet in the corner kind of thing. And I go to take a piss and I literally just passed out. And I was like fully conscious, but my heart rate just sped up like crazy and I remember I broke out into like a cold sweat and then I started like twitching and like I was consciously just twitching it was really weird feeling and I and then I went outside laid on the pavement on the on the driveway and I just like laid there trying to like calm myself down and I knew that I couldn't go on much longer like that it was kind of a waking moment where I was like you know what I'm not getting any better and nothing is happening for me and then I started to Sorry, kind of go back a little bit on that. So, so that happened. But I remember when I was actually um, the first business I actually got involved in. Not, not even a business; it was an MLM, network marketing. And I don't have anything against network marketing, but this kind of just ruined my experience. So I had this mentor; his name was Brandon, and he used to tell me, "Tom, you got to send out like." 300 messages a day and you'll make it to uh you'll make 10 grand a month if you do that. So literally what I did would I would I had this little motorcycle down there because I had to give my dad the his vehicle back his van back so I actually drove it back to to Canada. I jumped in the van, drove it back. Literally I left at like 2 in the morning and I drove non-stop all the way to Calgary, which was like a 20 some hour drive and I remember I was so disoriented when I got there. And then I drove back up to Fort Mac, flew to my grandma had passed away. So I flew to my uh, my grandma's funeral and then then I flew back home and then I flew back to California. And I remember I had this little motorcycle to transport me. I didn't even know how I was going to get picked up from the airport. Luckily, Bill 
um, was driving in the area. Palm Springs is where I usually flew into. And Bill was just happened to be driving by there. So he, he waited for me and he picked me up from the airport. And I lived close to Bill. So he didn't mind dropping me off at home or back at the place that I was staying at. And then I had a motorcycle. Literally, I stored this motorcycle inside this place. And it was kind of weird to get the motorcycle in there because there's no garage. I just literally pushed it into the door and just put it in there. And um, anyway, kind of funny and then uh i was riding around on this motorcycle without a license without registration without insurance or anything and i'm just ripping around down in california on this motorcycle and it was a little two i think it was like a 250 cc motorcycle and i'm just cruising around down there and literally what my schedule was is i would and i had a gym sponsorship so i didn't have to pay for a gym membership but the gym was like 45 minutes away so i lived on the top of this mountain called uh, rightwood and i used to drive from rightwood all the way down to victorville and then go to the gym in victorville and then ride back home and that was about 45 minutes there and then 45 minutes back and um i remember one time i was riding home and it was like snowing and i <laughs> i couldn't even afford to get gloves so what i would do is i'd put my hand on the exhaust pipe just one hand at a time just riding one-handed putting my hand on the exhaust pipe to try and warm it up i'd literally just grab the exhaust pipe with my hand and I don't know how I didn't burn my hand, but I would literally grab the exhaust pipe and it would warm my hand up enough and then I could switch hands so my hands wouldn't go numb. But that was kind of a crazy experience. But my, my daily schedule, literally every day, what I would do is I would wake up, I would go to the gym, then I would go to Starbucks and I would sit there for like six hours and send out like as many messages until Facebook literally cut me off. Like people probably listening to, to this have got messages. And I mean, I, one of my biggest regrets is actually doing that. Um, I learned a lot through the experience, but the stuff I learned, I, I it's not that I like reg regret it. It's just how it made me look. I was kind of in survival mode. So I was just trying to just do whatever I possibly could to make it happen. And so I just was sending out just tons of messages to just random people, my close friends, like people I cared about and like just trying to get people to to literally buy supplements off me. That's what I was selling. I was selling supplements because I remember my mom was doing that. So I was like, hey, maybe I can do this as well. So I tried doing it and it totally flopped. I think I maybe got, I still get messages today from people saying, hey, yeah, I, I think that looks, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe, uh, maybe I'd be interested. And I'm like, sorry, I'm not doing this anymore. It's been like so long and I, and I'm still getting messages that just goes to show you like how many messages I did that for like six months straight, literally sent out like so many messages. It was ridiculous. So anyway, so that happened. I lost my sponsor, lost my ride, couldn't ride dirt bikes anymore. And that was like my passion. That's all I did. Like I, I would wake up in the morning and just eat, sleep, and drink motocross. That's what I did from the time I was 12 until I turned, well, uh, 17. And that's like literally all I did. And then when I got taken away, I just lost everything. I just felt like, like I was a failure. And um, I had all this energy, all this motivation, all this drive. And I just it just, just completely got wiped out. And it was, a, it was a very sad experience for me. But I took that, that, um, that, kind of that thing that whatever whatever you want to call that that 
experience that I was going through and I turned it into a positive thing. So anyway, some, some that ended up happening was what that, that day that I passed out and I, and I kind of laid on the driveway and I had that really big scare. One of my good friends called me up and he's like, Hey, do you want to come down? Do you want to move to uh, San, uh, San Diego and um, come and train us and come live down here with us? I just said, yes, I didn't even care. I was like, absolutely, let's do it. So I moved down to San Diego for a little while, lived there for a few months. And then I just remember like all the people I was living in this house with like a bunch of dudes and um, all the people would like make fun of me because I always wrote like my goals down and I always took like journal and I always did stuff. I remember one day I came home and they had written in my journal like a bunch of crap. I don't even remember what they wrote. Like they just wrote like a bunch of crap in there that was just like not cool. And then they had like spread out like my whole room and like messed everything up and stuff. So it was kind of crappy. Like they were obviously not very good people at the end of the day. They didn't really care um, about me, about my goals, about things that I that I wanted to accomplish. And uh, they, like I said, they would always just make fun of me. So I stayed there for a little while. And then um, and then the fire happened in Fort McMurray. And throughout all this time, I was kind of studying online courses and, and buying books and, and really diving deep into like education and like personal improvement type stuff. So I was doing that. And then I finally and then I got into um, trading actually kind of funny. I got into trading Forex and I did that for like a whole year. Literally, I did that a year straight with my good friend Cole. And uh, that was a fun time. Um, I remember I learned a lot through that, through that experience. And then, um, kind of blew my trading account kind of funny. I put like, I think I put like 10 grand into the trading account and I blew it all in like one trade. It was pretty ridiculous, <laughs> but I was up and down, up and down for the whole year. And then I remember I made one trade and then it just friggin' I broke my rules and didn't put a stop loss, which is something that like pulls the trade out automatically. And I didn't put that in and I completely just destroyed my account. So that was the end of my trading career. I still trade today, but it's just more long-term trading. And uh, I don't do the short-term stuff anymore because I thought that it would be like passive and I'd be able to make like tons of money doing it and stuff like that, but never did. It was, it was becoming a professional trader is like super, super hard. One of my favorite books actually still to this day. Um, and I think if, if you enjoy reading, um, or, or I like listening to books now more than I like reading them. Cause I, I can go through them a lot faster and I can listen to them while I'm working out or on the go, but trading in the zone is one of the best books like I've ever listened to or read. Like literally it's, it's a really good book and I would highly recommend it. Total focus is another book that I've been listening to. Um, I'm, it's my second time listening to it now, but I've listened to it like literally like last week I just finished listening to it and it is probably one of my favorite books ever just because it's something that I'm dealing with so much right now in my life with with just focus and 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 trying to just juggle so many different things so I I really enjoyed that book especially from for where I'm at in my life trying to just do too many things at once and it just really comes down to like focus and anyway so how I turned that big failure and all that stuff into kind of like into something was I took the passion that I had for motocross and I put it into other things, right? So I think something that we can we can kind of learn um, from that or something that I can learn from that experience is that 
I I had a passion for motocross. I had all this drive. I had all this motivation to do it and and make it. And just because I didn't make it to where I wanted to, which was to get a factory ride and actually make money doing it, just because I didn't make it there doesn't mean that I should just give up on my life and just quit and not do anything. I could just take that passion and put it into other things and 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 then more other things and more other things. So I once I realized that I could do that, I started doing it for a lot of different things. I didn't just do it for. Um, for the supplement thing that I was doing for a little while. I'm not doing that anymore, but um for the supplement thing I was doing, selling supplements, like I I I I did it for that. I I put everything into that and it just didn't work. So and then I did it to for trading and that didn't work and then I did it for inventing and then that didn't work and then I did it for some real estate at at a time and and that didn't work. Kind of worked. And then I did it for um um and then I did it for marketing and then it worked. So, so then that's what, that's what stuck. And then I was like, wow, maybe this is what I'm passionate about. So then I started going full in on marketing. And when I turned, I think I was 19 or, or 20, I completely went all in on it and, and I never looked back ever since. So, um, there's a lot of different ways that you can take certain things that happen in your life and actually make them positive. I was on the phone the other day with, um, with a girl and she said, that's something that uh, she finds that I do really well is that I can take a bad situation and and look at the positive things in it and not look at the negative. Obviously, the negative things are always going to be there and you're never going to be able to fully avoid them. But um, it's there's still always you can always if you search and you look deep enough, you can always find something that's positive in any situation. So that's what I strive to do all the time. I try to look at what can I find here that's great? What can I like in this moment right now? What can I do that is great? Just like um, so. So I know I said start at the beginning, I talked a little bit about how I went on a, a date and it didn't go as well as I wanted to. And uh, the reason it didn't is because like, honestly, I was just kind of being a complete retard on the date. So I was kind of just being stuck up and uh, the girl didn't really like that vibe. So I wasn't really being myself. I was kind of just trying to be like a show off, just being way too egotistical. And sometimes you have to give your ego a check. And um, I've been doing that the past couple of days, just really giving my ego a check and really just um, just taming myself and just really trying to um, lay back and, and not be so upfront and, and just trying to just go with the flow. Um, I like what Bruce Lee says. I think it was Bruce Lee. Um, he says, uh, become water. He says, when you pour water into a cup, it becomes the cup. When you pour water into a pot, it becomes the pot. When you pour water into um, a kettle, it becomes the kettle or whatever. And then he says, become water, my friend. And I think what he's meaning by that is is he's, he's meaning that you need to be able to adapt and adjust to certain situations. And um, I think that's kind of like what I'm learning how to do but in order to be able to adapt and adjust you have to be able to focus and that's another thing that is that I'm currently dealing with this kind of this episode I'm sorry to to kind of be all over the place but um there's a lot of different things that I'm kind of sharing here all at the same time just trying to catch you up when I get to more of the day-to-day routines and kind of like what I'm learning on a daily basis I think it'll be uh very very valuable to you guys um which I'm super excited I'm journaling I journal every day twice a day so um 
I think there's going to be a lot of really good insight. And I, I, and I try to make myself pick out three things that I learned every single day. So I'll be sharing those three things that I learn. Um, but I just want to get you all caught up so you guys can kind of get to know me, kind of get to know my backstory, see if you like me or not, or, or whatever, whatever you think. So yeah, that's kind of how I turned my biggest, um, um, regret or failure into a, into a positive, uh, situation or whatever I said, I called the title of this, but, but yeah, so that's kind of it i mean we're kind of catching up a little bit here the next episode i'm going to kind of talk a little bit about like more so um catching us up on like how i got into the whole marketing and and then what i started studying and then how i quit my job because i at the time that i was doing this i actually came back to fort mac after the fire happened and i started volunteering and helping out clean clean up fort mcmurray because there's a huge fire that happened there and um I was just volunteering and they offered me a job after that. I didn't even have, I didn't even have a grade 12 education, but I had a job that required one and, and that, that required a degree for operating, operating equipment. And, um, I didn't even have any type of training or anything like that, but I still got the job. And it's because the, the guy who was managing said, I just like to keep hard workers around. And he just kept me around. He said, I know you're the first person in and you're the last person out. So he's like, I want, I want to keep hard workers around. So he, they paid for all my education, paid for everything that I needed to get the job out at site. And I got the job, worked there for a while and saved up a ton of money. And then I quit. So I'm going to kind of share with you guys how I did that and then share with you kind of the strategy. I have a friend actually, his name's Naveen, and uh, he used this exact strategy last year to quit his job and go full-time into business. And he's doing really good. He's looking to make six figures this year in his in his business. So um, I'm super excited for him. And I think if I share it with you guys, I think you guys will get some value out of it maybe. And uh, and you can use it for your own lives if, if, if it's kind of something that you want to do is start a business or some type of side hustle or something like that. I think it could be pretty valuable. But anyway, that's it for this episode. Like I said, sorry to be all over the place, but um, I hope you guys got some value from this. And um, I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Hey guys, Tom here again. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, I know it was kind of all over the place there, but I think the biggest thing we can take there is just start to look at things with a more positive outlook rather than trying to pinpoint all the negative things because I think when we start to focus on the negative, it just really amplifies it. And then we start to look at more negative, more negative, more negative. And then soon enough, we're in this vicious circle of just looking at all the negative things that are happening. And we tend to just forget the positive things and the the little things, because really, at the end of the day, the little things really do matter. And when you start to focus on all these different little things, they start to add up and then it starts to become big things that you're really thankful for. So I think just really having an attitude to look at what is positive in a situation is, is really important. So I look forward to, to sharing the next episode shortly here. Like I said, I'm going to start doing these um, at least once a day. Um, once we're all caught up, I'm going to get, for sure be doing an episode once a day. So if you guys want to tune in and listen to each day, or if you guys just want to kind of go at your own pace, that's totally cool. But um, I hope you guys are getting some value from this. Please leave a comment or or send me a message on social media. You can you can find me on social media 
um, on Instagram, on Twitter, on all these different platforms. Just search up Thompson Eve and I'm sure you'll be able to find me there pretty easily. Um, you can also send me an email. You can send me an email at thomasdeneve at outlook.com. And um, I would love to hear your feedback. Love to hear what you guys think. If you guys are dealing with something and you guys would like to maybe talk on the phone, I'm, I'm more than willing to uh, to be here of service for you guys. That's the reason I'm doing this and I'm just being really open and honest with my life and the things I'm dealing with um, on a daily basis and uh, things I have dealt with in the past to kind of create me and, and build me into the person that I am today and how I've created the habits and things I'm doing in my life. So hope you guys are getting value from this. And, and like I said, if you need any help, advice or anything like that, please feel free to reach out to me and um, I would love to help you. All right. Talk soon. Bye-bye.